What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Simone Dixon, and I'm here with Alex King and Templeton. We are the Let It Off Podcast, and today is a different episode. You know, we're celebrating our 10th episode, and it's supposed to be a celebration, but, you know, and miss what happened on social media, what we found out via social media, the death of Nipsey Hussle. So it's taking all of us for a turn. I know I'm super emotional still about it because we lost someone who has such an influential piece. You know, we lost a, a huge piece of the culture, so I'm definitely distraught. I don't know how you guys feel um beyond the culture i think somebody who resonated in the community somebody that resonated in entrepreneurship somebody that resonated that you looked at them and saying yo i could do it because this person came from gang banging this mm -hmm. person came from being in situations of poverty this person came from selling his socks on the street and eventually coming up to buy that same parking lot and being humble at the same time you can find every video that he's ever put and and find a major gem inside of it, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I agree. It's like it was really hard when I when I first found out the news. I was just like, it popped up on my phone, and I had to look at it like eight times. I'm like, are you sure that this is what this is what's really happening? Mm -hmm. And then like, like I wasn't like the hugest like Nipsey fan, but I was very um, very knowledgeable of the things that he did in the community, and like the things that he was trying to preach, and how he wanted to put money back into the community. And how he was such a visionary, and like he was just a, just an overall just outstanding guy, and you really hate to see good people like that fall the way that, especially in the way that he did, man. Like he, pretty much like in the same scenario that he was trying to create to like uplift the community, is the same spot where, fortunately, he lost his life. So it's crazy because the way that Nipsey fell was throwing the ladder down for all the other crabs to come out. It's not like a crab jumped out and he was good by himself. Like mm -hmm. he threw the ladder down. And with him throwing the ladder down, somebody pulled that ladder. <sighs> yeah, man, it's very unfortunate, man. But, you know, of course, we're talking about the unfortunate situation that happened on March 31st uh, when the world came a little bit dimmer. Uh, we came to realize that we lost one of our brightest and most promising stars, Nipsey Hussle, an artist, a father, a visionary, a businessman. And I like to say the spook who sat by the door because he told the secrets to success. You mm -hmm. know, he said, I, even I got to this point, I'm nobody if I don't give it back to the people that's still there, mm -hmm. you know. And over the past week, we've seen an overwhelming amount of love, prayers, visuals, and all types of things for Nipsey. I don't think in the social media era we've ever seen uh, a the death outpour. like ever. Mm -hmm. I don't nobody yes. ever. I don't think we've ever seen an outpour of support, love, and and in genuine, genuine, you know, pain yeah. through social media. Yeah, yeah, that shows you like like how far his reach was and like like the purity of his like soul because mm -hmm. like there was just so much love. Like I, I had no idea that there were so many people who were like in tune with Nipsey and like what he was doing. Like of course it's something that you think that people know, but then right. like once once everything uh, once everything happened, mm -hmm. it was just like wow. Like everyone had like these personal stories and it was like really touching and it's I felt really emotional. If you really look at it, bro, he only dropped one studio album. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's, you know, let's, because mixtapes nowadays, the albums. He had like Crenshaw 13 like mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, Crenshaw was an album, album to me. Yeah. That dream was fire. It was, yeah. But you know, uh, the situation has brought a lot of things on, like conspiracy rallies, gang truces, police and black leaders to mourn and come together. And, you know, that's the thing about it. I, I think that Nipsey's death has brought in so much life. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. On the day of his death, Bloods and Crips that could never be on the same block together was hand-in-hand -hand walking mm. down to his store together. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Oh, man. I heard this quote the other day. Um, they said that the good always die before their time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it hurt to hear that, but, like, it's kind of true. Like, some people, 
their role in life is to be a martyr. And, like, martyrs always get struck down when they're fighting for their cause. Right. And just seeing the fact that his message is, is so widespread and it, it just spread like wildfire, especially, like, immediately after he died, a lot more people were looking into Nipsey. They were looking into a lot of the things that he was um, putting his time and energy into and, like, all the all the contributions that he, he had in the community. And it's just, like, really dope to, to see that people really are fully recognizing the kind of person that he was. It's unfortunate that we didn't get to see him, like, fully um, develop and fully come into the person that we knew that he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and you know, the crazy thing about it is I think it brings on a conversation where it's not even a conversation about us. It's about looking in the mirror at us. Yeah. Because the conversation is now, um, you know, your whole life, you're, you're focused on winning and trying to win with your crowd and your people around you mm-hmm. in your neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And you looking at everybody on the outside as your enemy. Yeah. But more often than none... It's the people that's standing right next to you mm-hmm. that was in that same situation, that same school, that same parking lot with you, that's looking at your success as something that's hindering theirs. They're talking exactly. behind your back to yeah. other people, oh, I don't like him. They feel like your plate, your hard work, your effort is hindering theirs, it, yeah. and they deserve it. Uh-huh. When you was right there with them doing the same amount of work, just put the work in. Yeah, it's like yeah. you came from the same scenario, the same background, the same upbringing, mm-hmm. and this one person is like so much more successful than you are. And instead of giving him praise and like commending him for everything that he's doing, some people mm-hmm. take that personally. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like this dude. Like, I don't really like what he's like trying to do. And it's just like, but bro, like you both came from the same mold, yeah. and he just had that X factor, and he took his it's all about perspective like he took his surroundings and he did something completely different with it you know he believed in like trying to stop the gang violence like he believed in trying to better the community and some people don't really see that far some people just see the hood as an unfortunate um unfortunate situation that you can't get out of so it's just never gonna never gonna end so what's the point of even trying to fight but nipsey didn't believe in that he believed in trying to better the community yeah and I think it even goes deeper than that. Like, you know, I always say, like, what you do in your 24 hours, like, is you. Mm-hmm. So you can't be mad at if someone else did what they were supposed to do in their 24. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that it's unfortunate because a lot of the times in, like, these inner city communities where people are pushed to the side and no one cares about, you know, uh, you know, their life and their, and their upbringing, I just mm-hmm. think that it's, like, so sad that someone who was for the community and about doing good things. And someone from that same community is the same one who, you know, took his life. So I just think it's sad that, you know, we always talk about coming together and doing things as a people, but it seems like our people were the ones who always, you know, bring each other down instead of uplifting and, you know, being appreciative of the things that people do for you. That's sad, man. I hate that crabs in the barrel mentality. Mm -hmm. The crabs in the barrel, uh, barrel mentality, like, I feel like that's been in our culture and it's been in our culture mm-hmm. since the dawn of time, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, since slavery. I think, you know, with them lynch, the lynching stuff, mm-hmm. it really put this whole idealistic thing that we continuously follow. Exactly. You know, like, that's how they got X. Mm-hmm. Our own people killed him. That's mm-hmm. how they got Fred Hampton. Mm-hmm. They killed Fred Hampton for 300 Somebody sold him out for $300, gave him the whole blueprints of his apartment. Wow. His friend. This is what I'm trying to say to you. Like, it's always, and, and, and you got to look at the statistics when it comes to rappers. Mm-hmm. Almost all rappers is killed in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, Very true. And by people that they're close to. And yeah. you can't compare him to a regular rapper. Like, yeah. Yeah. yo, he hired almost so many felons in his neighborhood and gave them an opportunity to have jobs that they would never have, bro. Exactly. You ever seen a video of what he did to the to the neighborhood old man and gave him a whole job mm-hmm. and profession to run the whole lot? 
Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yo. I read about that, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. So we, we lost the light, man. Mm-hmm. We lost the light. And, you know, it, it has that light has sparked a lot of conversation because I don't think, even me, I, I everybody kept asking, yo, what side are you on? Because I'm posting this about, um, you know, the conspiracy and how it was probably Big Pharma. He was doing Big C because I can't. I can't ever think that Nipsey's legacy could be stopped by some fucking hood shit. Mm-hmm. I can't ever think that. Yeah. That some basic hood shit and a hating ass nigga could stop somebody that was on a rise that's, that put out their first album and got a Grammy nomination the first time could ever stop his light like that. He got kids. Lauren London never put her fucking kids on social media ever before. My nigga, she put her kids on social media when this nigga died. That should tell you like how her mindset is. She don't give a fuck about nothing right now. You know... I just, it's tragically breaking my heart, man. That man is an inspiration to me, a light for me. He's the reason I even started the Let's Talk movement, the blueprint for most of the things that I do. I'm not just saying that because it's a hot topic. Like, mm-hmm. Simone was there at MTV. My nigga, just to be in the man's presence was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know? Um, How was that, like, being around, like, Nipsey? I, I can never speak on situations like that in the sense of, you can't. I can't relate me chilling with somebody for ten minutes and ever being like, "Oh, they were like this," because mm-hmm. you know that's they're out. They're they're mm-hmm. shaking hands. That's not yeah. real to me. I mean, for me, it's a little different because I was fortunate to have the opportunity to be on his victory lap tour, and like we have mutual friends. But I mean, just the fact that like and and, and it just goes to show you the type of person he is because like he didn't know me from anywhere, but he allowed the opportunity for me to come on his tour, and I I took my father with me, and I just remember him being like so like like almost like a big cousin, like anything that you needed, he was there for you, and it's almost like he wasn't even a celebrity, and I just think that I I, I, I can't even because I'm getting like too choked up, but it's just sad that we lost someone who is such an influential piece of the culture. Like, I can't even. Yeah, man, so we want to dedicate this episode to Nipsey, episode 10, which is is a groundbreaking episode for us. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's something that, you know, we dreamed about because he preached on building your own. And we was mm-hmm. in, I think, that's one of the main reasons I also started saying, even to Simone, even mm-hmm. to Templeton, if we build our own, they'll come. Very true. I was saying that all the time. Mm-hmm. So... I think that we're with this show, we're even embodying some of the things that he would love to see going against the grain and creating mm-hmm. our own and making them come to us. Yeah, so that's let's, definitely very let's true. Let's dedicate this this historic episode, episode 10 to him. All right? Um, we got some callers, man. We got some callers. We got Jose from uh, Shadyville. And uh, basically, you know, anytime you have some topics like this, we let you guys know on our social media. You can follow us at Let It Off Podcast, and you could leave a voicemail on Let It Off so we can hear you let it off. And here's Jose from Shadyville letting it off. <clears throat> First of all, we're going to take Ivy from Hempstead, actually. To me, Nipsey Hussle was a strong man, and he represented all of the qualities that I love in a black man in terms of a man who loves black women, loves one black woman, is in love with one black woman. He um, is a great father to his children. He was an advocate in his community and he didn't just talk, but he also walked the walk. Like he walked, he walked it like he talked it, like for real. Um, not only was his music inspiring, but he, also made it a duty of his to build up the community that he grew up in. 
he made it a um, duty of his to have ownership and invest in real estate and learn about business and then educate the people around him. And I love that. And he wasn't no punk either. Like, that's the thing. Like, he was a real man's man. I just, I love that. And it's really sad that he passed in the way that he did. It's sad that he was murdered in front of his store. It's sad that the love of his life um, has lost her soulmate. It's sad that his children are going to be growing up with only his memory. It's really, really sad. Um, yeah, we got Jose letting it off from Shadyville. Nip was so influential to the culture, man, and it goes so much deeper than music. The man was teaching us how to be successful, and it's 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 tough to have somebody that that was sharing knowledge and helping us all grow as not only individuals but as a community taken away from us in such an aggressive and abrupt way and and what sucks is that that that's just something that we come to normalize in our culture and and it's truly an injustice we we got to do better as a people man the crab in the barrel mentality has to end it it needs to stop it's really unfortunate like we keep saying, it's becoming a normal thing where we accept and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and it shouldn't be the norm. Like you know. I don't know why we shouldn't naturally want to uplift the people around us rather than trying to hold them down and try and make them lift us up. Like mm-hmm. I never understood that. All right, we got Jeremiah calling from um, Jersey. What's going on, y'all? It's Kobina, <laughs> aka No Relation, aka Kobe. Um, what Nipsey Hustle meant to me, Nipsey Hustle was the epitome of an entrepreneur. Very clear in his vision since day one. Uh, you can go up on you can go up on YouTube and pull up any Nipsey Hussle clip, and he his message is very consistent in what he wanted to do for his community. Um, I think it's ironic that you know he passed, or he was he was assassinated in front of the store that he built. Um, it's it's a it's a sad story, man, um, and it's a the the most the the saddest story is 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 the fact that you know people are aren't willing to invest in themselves, and they hate to see another man shine brighter than them. Um, all a hater is is someone that is unwilling to invest in their gifts. I'll say it again: all a hater is is someone that is unwilling to invest in their gifts. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle, man. Damn, man. He, that was, yeah. He, he, I really love that, that one. Wow. wow. Um, Autumn, man. Right? Yeah, Autumn. Uh, my homegirl, Autumn Corden, she has something to say about the tragic passing as well. I think that Nipsey's death was very tragic, and he was a very powerful man. He stood for his people, you know, and I just think that people should take his death and look at it as a way to promote more positivity and make positivity more prevalent in this generation opposed to arrogance. <sighs> wow, she's she's very right, man, but we want to thank y'all for letting it off for Nipsey, but um, one of the things that he did say on his last song and one of his verses, man, was I think was something very, very powerful. He said, if I was you, I would tell you live your life and grow and just 
pipe the engine up into the pipe and smoke. That's not a direct quote, but he's basically saying, yo, live your life and continue the work that we got going on. Mm-hmm. That's on his, his last song that he ever dropped. And it's crazy because I feel like he wrote that shit for himself. Me yeah. too. You, 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 you saw that? It's what too you? personal. Mm-hmm. Yo, how you how you go gangbanging um, for 30 years and die? Mm-hmm. and then How you die at 33 after all them years of banging? Something in the sauna shedding tears or something. In the sauna shedding tears, I got power, I got riches, mm-hmm. but I still can't come back. I just need y'all to carry my work on. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, we definitely need to make sure that um, if there is a takeaway then it, it has to be that we definitely need to do better. I forget which caller w- was saying that, but we definitely need to like take heed to the words that he was trying to spread and mm-hmm. really try and invest in ourselves and invest in the community. Like It's still unfortunate that he, like, he was a victim of his own um, surroundings, but I still think that there is something to be... Um, something something to be um, held as far as like just uplifting each other and like learning how to just be one, like be very like synonymous. So. Most, and it's sad to say this, most times for a catalyst for change, it has to be bloodshed. Mm-hmm. Emmett Till dying and that blood dropping was the, the, the transformational change that it can't only happen to men, it can happen to children that started the whole civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going... And it's, I'm sorry, not to cut mm-hmm. you up, but it's so funny that you brought up that up because um, I was reading an article in LA Times and Nipsey's father, DeWitt, he said this quote. He said, It was like he was sent by God to give some love, to bring, to, to bring us together because that's what his lyrics were saying always. He's not shy to tell the truth, even though it might not look good. He wasn't scared of anything. God sent him to send a message. It looks like your time is up because you have completed what I sent you to do. We all have a plan, but God has his own plan. So he had completed what he needed to what needed to be done. And so God said he probably needed to take him early too. So I just think that um it's super important that like, you know, at at this time like everyone is sending their love to his family. But I think it's good too that like the family is showing us that like they're at peace as well and they know that he did what he needed to do, even though he was taken early that he did what he needed to do. I wanna um we're gonna take a shot to Nipsey. And um, I want to say this right now. We're going to carry on his work by by owning our own right now. Keep pushing this show on and, you know, continue to be inspired. Like, we got our own. We pushing our own. So mm-hmm. let's push that. Let's keep going. Let's mm-hmm. do this in honor of Nipsey. R.I.P. Nipsey. R.I.P. Cheers. Rest in peace, man. <sighs> All right. Let's get to this podcast. Yo, what's going on, y'all? I'm Alex King. I'm here with Templeton Wright, Simone Dixon, Let It Off Podcast. And today, uh, you know, we getting it popping, man. We getting it popping, man. We got uh, a lot of news out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of fuckery. A lot. Uh, and, you know, we here to let off the bullshit. <laughs> yes, we need to let off some bullshit right now. <laughs> let off the bullshit. Let all that shit out. Come on, let's, you know. Mm-hmm. We have fun let's in get, here, man. Get the energy up, yeah, man. No. We might, we going to have to take some straight shots after that shit. I'll, Simone, I almost cried fucking looking at your ass, dog. Like, hey. Hey, man, last week we hit y'all with some questions to see how y'all was feeling because, you know, we couldn't quite agree. Mm-hmm. And we needed to know if, if me and Simone, Simone was bugging because we love some, <laughs> which one Trey of y'all? Songs. We love some Trey. We, I'm, I'm ready, you know? Yeah. Like, we love some Trey. And, you know, uh, the resident hater and music. Resident is, hater. Uh, that's what y'all, that's what y'all calling me now? Resident I'm a, I'm a hater, hater now. Okay, the, the traitor. The traitor. The traitor. He hates uh, yeah. Trey songs. Last week, really? Tim was tweaking mm-hmm. last week. But... He was tweaking. He said, uh, he said uh, Trey dived into... Uh, a deep falling off, you know what yeah. I mean? Yes. You know, uh, his, his face is 
His his love face was wasn't quite <laughs> yeah. lovey anymore. Yeah, he, so he basically, the ugly face. basically, what Tim was saying is that Trey's music wasn't hitting how it nor how it used to be mm-hmm. back when what album Ready album after Ready everything after Ready kind of like it's just and a little, and and the crazy thing decline. about it there. Uh-huh. <laughs> 90% of y'all motherfuckers agreed. Exactly. <laughs> nah. I'm shocked. Because a lot of people on on our Instagram page, we took a poll, yes. and they agreed with Temp, yes. saying that Trey songs, you know, his music hasn't sounded the same. And I love y'all for listening, but I have to disagree. I have like, to disagree. I told y'all niggas. I thought I was playing, but I told y'all niggas. That is hilarious. Believe your music insider, bro. I know what I'm talking about, man. That's nice. Hey, hey, you know what? I guess we a niche market of good music. Right. Because niggas niggas Mm. love, oh, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, put it up, yeah, Uh -uh. yeah. Uh (laughs) That's what what Trey be trying to do, but he be trying to sing with it. Oh, yeah. What they be trying to do. Chi Chi, Chi Chi, Chi Chi. I didn't like that one. He lost me with that one. Exactly. Chi Chi, Hachi. I was like, okay. I'm, I'm st- uh-huh. I don't care. I'm glad that I was I was right. I knew I was right, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that now y'all know that I wasn't bugging and y'all too were bugging. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey! But hey. you know, um, they also said we said this thing last week. What we what we said about Cardi? Oh, we oh like, yeah, we were talking about. So, uh, are we gonna keep that same energy with Cardi B? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, basically saying on the Instagram live that. She basically drugged men and robbed them. This is what mm-hmm. she said on her live. So we were asking our Instagram, uh, our Instagram family, if they believed that we should keep that same energy. And I don't know about that poll. What were the what were it was the 50-50. Uh, results? Yeah, oh, split down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you know, I can't equate the situation with Cardi. Like I said, that was for her survival. Mm-hmm. You can't equate that to Bill Cosby, who was already making and who mm-hmm. was already at the top of elite and still just. Dipping into the pudding pop. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm still I'm still feel kind of fifty fifty on it. Like mm-hmm. I do feel like the situation would be different if, if she was like a guy and yeah, she was talking absolutely. about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that we give her a pass because like we love her music so much. Like right now. And if she wasn't as popping, we might take it a little bit more seriously. But like, who mm-hmm. who doesn't love these songs? Who doesn't love I like it? Who doesn't right. love like money and Bodak Yellow and all these songs? Mm-hmm. So maybe I mean, when she tries to, she really she says she off. was there for the money. Facts. I mean, yeah. To a certain <laughs> degree, I kind of have to agree with Tim. Because, I'm sorry because I feel mm-hmm. like. In the beginning of the podcast, I was like, you know, accountability is everything. And I think that's very true. But at the same time, like, I just feel like sometimes saying less is more. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we needed to know, like, the extremities of, like, what she did. But at the same time, I understand Cardi is, like, an open book. So, you know, she has no problem telling you how, what she had to do to make it. But, I mean, I, I still feel 50-50 as well. But I do agree that if she wa- if Cardi B was a male tables would have definitely turned and it would have been canceled Cardi B. Mm-hmm, very Cancel true. culture. They love, you know, they love going after men. But you know, um, one of the things that we did take from Nipsey, you know, just because, you know, we celebrating Nip right now. Yes, we are. Was community building. Yes. Getting yes. that bag. Okay. If anything, I'm getting the bag on them. Facts. Getting the That's bag need on to them. do, you dig it? Oh, okay. Okay. Now, now he want to be now on it. Now you want to add the sound effects. Now you want to be on it. That's why I said it to you. You know what I mean? I like this. He said, temp. Nah, 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 nah. Sound effect? Uh, community building, ladder dropping yes. into the bucket. But you got to watch for these niggas. Some niggas got claws. Mm-hmm. But, uh, into the bucket. And it's not about just saying it. It's about standing in formation and, you know, adding up the opportunities. Ooh. One plus one. You see how he did that, right? And, you know, you see how he did that, right? formation uh, and one plus one. But, yeah. you know, putting all your adversity against your people to yes. the box to the left. You Word. know, but... Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 
wait, hold on. Alex got the bars today. Hold on, hold on. To the left. I'm applaud you for that one, bro. One plus one. Formation. Okay. I see you, my nigga. Right on, man. But at least that's what Yonsei did when they said that she stroked a collaboration with Ivy Park and Adidas. To not only state that she say firm, but she allegedly turned down a major deal with Reebok and other shoe brands because the rooms reflect didn't reflect how it looked in her fan base. I'm, I'm sorry to hear, but Simone said that that wasn't true now. No, mm-hmm. I don't know because, I mean, I, I don't know it if it wasn't true. <laughs> I, you know what? So I read an article that a spokesperson from Reebok said, you know, I'm. Ve- it's very unfortunate that these lies have come about. Mm-hmm. But I kind of believe that it is true because... You know, as a huge brand like Reebok, if it like I feel like you have to say something, even if that was the case. Mm -hmm. I feel like they don't want people to think that they don't have diversity or lacking diversity because of all these things that happened with Moncler and Prada and Gucci. Mm -hmm. They don't Mm -hmm. want people to feel like their rooms like diversity. Yeah. So I kind of think there is some truth to it. Um, Beyonce's team hasn't put out a comment either, but I kind of think there is some truth to it. That the room like diversity because we all we we already know that Beyonce and Jay Z they stand for black culture and like putting black people on the market. You know they have their scholarship programs mm-hmm. helping black people. Yeah. And I also read that um, she had offers from Under Armour and Jordan. So mm-hmm. I don't know if their rooms like diversity either, but mm. definitely Reebok. I think there is some kind of lack. This is where all the rumors started right here on ESPN on the jump. Mm. Um, you know, it's about having an imprint on the company, um, impact in terms of diversity. I had heard a great story about how, you know, throughout this process over the last year or two, she had discussed with Under Armour, um, with Reebok as well. Uh, Jordan at one point was interested in maybe partnering with her. And she had a meeting at Reebok, and they had a whole presentation of everything, potential products, how this could all look. And she kind of took a step back and said, is this the team that will be working on my product? And somebody said yes, and she said nobody in this room reflects my background uh, my skin color and where I'm from and what I want to do, and so she kind of took a step back and left, and then and then it did not come to terms. I, I, lo- I and that's from writer Nick on ESPN. Yeah, the mm-hmm. I think that's a very common practice. I feel like once you get to a certain level, it's not about the product itself; it's more about just uh, orchestrating a business. Like back when I used to work at Guitar Center, and um, they had a bunch of CEOs come in, and they had CEOs from a bunch of different companies, like one that worked at Best Buy Canada, and one that worked at um, Dick Sporting Goods. Nothing that had to do with music. So. I understand where she's coming from. You want someone who understands what you're doing and mm-hmm. what the company is representing to make sure that you're getting the best out of your, your partnership. Right. But some businesses don't think that way. They said, oh, they're good with money. They can make us money this way. Mm-hmm. So I, I commend Beyonce for that because I'll definitely mm-hmm. feel the same way. I'm like, yo, what is your what is your intent? Like, do you really care about my product or do you just want to make money off of me? Yeah. And I think that's important to not to cut you off, but I think that's important too, especially when you see celebrities, you know, getting to the bag, like you said, and getting mm-hmm. to the coin, that they stay true to their morals and values. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that as black people, we stick together instead of breaking each other down. It's important that we stick together and say, listen, if you want to collab, like somebody who looks like me has to be on this team. Mm-hmm. So I definitely commend them for that. I think it's amazing and we definitely need to be sticking together. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and talking about sticking together, which is really dope. Jay-Z, Rock Nation, they're just providing opportunities left and right. Mm-hmm. They're saving people in courtrooms. They're putting cases out for 21 Savage, Meek Mill. But Jay-Z being the president of Puma also had Nipsey sign an ownership deal a week before his passing for a similar deal involving Nipsey in the collaboration with Marathon Clothing, mm. which Nipsey has a 50-50 partnership with Puma for the Marathon Clothing line. Wow. Amazing. You know, wow. And these are the ladders that are now being dropped. You know, like I said, I was watching that Emmett Till um, documentary, and blood mm-hmm. has to be dropped for there to be a major change. And that blood drop has Sadly. sparked major things. So you know, I think I think that that this drop is gonna have unity with gangs, business, relations, 
and dealing with hate in the neighborhood. You dig? So we 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 coming. We coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. we coming. <laughs> Definitely, man. Need to come above that and rise above the hate. Absolutely. Speaking of hate, mm. um, we got somebody in the news that's kind of saying the wrong things at the wrong time. Oh. Want to get into it? Nah, man, you got it. You, you, oh, you want me to get it? <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with that fuck nigga right now, man. That, oh, like, I got I, I, I I to tell you, I'm from Florida. <laughs> hey, I'm from Florida. Shit, I don't even want to talk about this right dude, now. but like, I think it's important to note. So, I, okay, I, I'll go into it. Mm. Um, a thin line between trolling and being disrespectful as fuck. Kodak jumped far over that line, and you can't sit by the side and support that kind of savagery. In the midst of so much pain and grief, this is what Kodak had to say about the unfortunate passing of Nipsey Hussle and his unfortunate widow, Lauren London. That I can't really get into his music, but like his, these antics, I don't, I don't know why he feels so emboldened to say like these stupid ass comments all the damn time. You know, he already just got out of that whole Young MA situation, right? And then like, what else? Did something else happened before that where he said some some insensitive shit. You know, I can't think about it right now, but it's just like between shut that, the fuck up between that nappy ass hair <laughs> and those teeth. I said I wasn't even gonna like. I, I actually I don't even want to. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to give him any energy. But what I will say is that especially in a time where someone is grieving, mm-hmm. and like so many people who were close to him are grieving, I think that's super distasteful to say that you know you would be a co- any kind of comfort to Lauren London. Like, what could you do for her? Very true. You know, mm-hmm. I just think that that's very distasteful. And as black people, we need to be sticking together. And as soon as a tragedy happens, you're trying to shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. I think that's super distasteful. And I don't want to talk about his bitch ass anymore because that's mm-hmm. giving him lying situation. But I do want to say that I think it's important that people do take a stand that's in media. So Power 106, which is a huge radio station in mm-hmm. L.A., they have taken a stand and they said they will not play his music. So I'm hoping that in New York we catch up on the bandwagon as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, one person I already catch caught on the bandwagon, you know, you know he's always going to be there, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he loves some Nunu. So let's hear about <laughs> it. Hey. Sean, Kodak Black, you out of pocket. Fix that sh- quickly, expeditiously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a pocket. Ain't nobody else gonna say it, nigga. I done said it to you. I see you, I'm gonna say it in your face, nigga. You out of pocket. Get your stuff together. Hey, man. Uncle T.I., man. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. They're trying to spread some knowledge. And, like, you know, they're going to look at T.I. as a hater. Yeah. Talk about, look at this old nigga hating on this young nigga. It's just like, nah. We're Give me your to... chain. Yeah, so all we're trying to do is, like, spread a little bit of wisdom. That's yeah. it, you know? And like you said, Tim, there's a difference between, like, like crossing the line of disrespect. That's mm-hmm. super disrespectful. That's very disrespectful, man. I don't I don't know where he thought that was a good idea. or he... And it seemed like he was trying to say, like, oh, no, I would give her time. Like, that's yeah. supposed to be respectful. No, nigga. It's not cute. That's it's not, not funny. Respectful. No. I think I, I think one person that will give Kodak that energy and, and be with the shits is this person right here. Mm-hmm. For Kodak Black and any other disrespected nip name, his legacy, his family, keep my name out your f- keep his girl's name out your f- mouth. Mm. What's wrong with you, new? 
no respect having it, man. This new generation, y'all up in the head. Stop disrespecting my name, man. This shit for real. Died out here in these streets for the doing the right mother thing, doing good people. First thing I want to do after his untimely demise is disrespect his name. Nah, I ain't going for that. Keep his name out your. Mm, and instead gang. of disrespecting mm-hmm. Nipsey and his family, he needs to be worried about that rape case he got coming up. Mm, he needs to be to worried about that lawsuit where he did a show in Arizona and they sued him for five hundred k. Since he want to be smart, fucking you know, Kodak. fuck Kodak, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but do you feel like being successful, you owe your community by going back and, and, and giving opportunities? Especially with this, yeah. this, what just happened. Mm-hmm. I think I still think it's important because at the end of the day, if we don't do it, no one else is going to. Right. Mm-hmm. All these other, um, all these other communities have banded together, and they found a way to like make something of themselves, you know. And like for some reason, black people have the hardest time doing that. We have the hardest time coming together and uplifting each other. Mm-hmm. When like the Jewish community, the Indian community, like they have no issue staying within their own their own little world and just building themselves up. So I think that's really important to make sure that we instill that in our young black kings and young black queens, you know? I think the thing that we instill a lot, that they don't need, like, Asian community yeah, Asian has community the too. lowest voter registration in voting, <laughs> but because voting doesn't affect them. They uh-huh. have a community that doesn't get affected, bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't get affected because they invest in them, so their money stays within their community. Exactly. Oh, you're stopping money there? Cool. That uh-huh. doesn't affect us. Exactly. So it's like, fuck them, we're going to get busy where we get busy at. Right. That's very true. You know? And also to add on to, like, giving back, I, I definitely agree with Tim. I think it's important to give back because a lot of the times, like, when we look at celebrities, for example... I'm going to say throw a random celebrity, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. We look at Jay-Z, who's someone who was a product of the hood. Mm-hmm. We look at them and say, okay, Jay-Z has all this success, but what has he done? Has he done anything for the community? And yes, he has. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that when you reach a certain level of stardom, success, fame, bag, that you definitely give back because, you know, these people in these communities, they they look at you to certain to some extent as a leader and someone mm-hmm. who can uplift them and help them through these hard times. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that if you do have the means and the power to help and give back, that you definitely do. Mm-hmm. Hey man, you know, you think that uh, you think that people that that they just want fish sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you could bring motherfuckers to the water, you could teach them about the rod, but some people they just want the fish. Very true. Meaning that you know they want the money, but they don't want to put the work in. Like. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that Nipsey really brought me a light to. Like, I try to, if you follow me on social media or, or the people around me, I try to support everything that my friends is doing. If you're doing something and it's positive, I try to get behind it. Very mm-hmm. true, yes. But I want to do it on a on a, on a on a greater level even now. Right. I think it's this is sparking me even more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I want to give my friends opportunities because, like, like, um, like I always talk about, if it wasn't for Tiani... I wouldn't be nowhere near. I wouldn't have met none of y'all. I wouldn't never mm-hmm. be in this. Yeah. If 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 um if I never met Temp at the VMAs, I would have never been having a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't even have this opportunity. Right. So and it's just easy for you, just like what I just did in the car. When yo, he's an engineer who just graduated from engineering school. You worked at a studio for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a conversation. If you can help, you can help. Boom, boom, exactly. Boom, boom. Right. Yeah. 
if I could provide fish and or you could provide fish to any of your friends, because we gotta we gotta really look at it. Like, how many friends do we know that say they want to be in this? But we'd be like, oh, you don't want to be in it. You don't want to exactly. Right. Like, we gotta stop doing that. Mm-hmm. You love the idea of having it. Love mm-hmm. you love the idea of being in it. Mm-hmm. But the idea of actually working mm-hmm. and like being like people always say like, oh, I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do PR. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I want to be in production. I want to work in production. But like, once you see what we do mm-hmm. when we work in production and we work in 12, 18 hour it's days, not yes. it's not fucking fun. But you see like the oh, you got to you took a picture with this person mm-hmm. and you were on set with this and. Like, no, that's not the fun part. <laughs> yeah, but you have no idea what I had to do in between time. Exactly. Like, you know? But you know what it is? Tell them that. Yeah. Facts. A lot of times we just give them the bullshit. Exactly. Tell them the real. Like, yep. Nip said, you know, when you teach your people how to fish, you got to teach your, you gotta teach your people how to fish. Exactly. Y'all niggas be holding on to resources from your own homies, mm-hmm. trying to be secretive with success, mm-hmm. but that's the cancer of our whole community. Exactly. Yo, that's so dope. Crabs in the barrel again. Yeah. And I love that quote where it's like, um, give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. But mm-hmm. teach him how to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime. Mm. That's let's, way more important. Let's yeah. stop. Let's stop plugging in to you know people that that I think Issa Rae says this all the time. Build across. Let's build with your niggas. Like now, I'm trying to build with my niggas. Mm-hmm. I I was on the other side of the fence. I'm gonna try to show y'all how to get there. Exactly. Right. And that's the importance of building across rather than building. I'm gonna try to build across because mm-hmm. like if you if you're looking up, like they're already kind of in that position, so they might not want to look down. But like building, like coming up at the same time that someone else is, that's so important because mm-hmm. like you were there mm-hmm. when they were like grinding and hustling, and we all know that that stage is like one of the most crucial stages. So being there before the big break, before everyone knows your name, or before you get the all the accolades and the followers or whatever like being there before that is like so so much more important mm-hmm. rather than recognizing someone's accomplishments after they happen but recognizing their potential mm-hmm. and recognizing like um, their drive like that's what I always I always try and make sure that if I see someone who has like potential I'm trying to push them to do whatever it is they want to do because right. that potential is cool mm-hmm. but having a belief system behind that and having people around you that support you is also just as important because if you don't do anything with it then nothing's ever going to happen yeah right. man just to get my head bopping just to get some mood uh. just to get the you know the vibe rocking man you know what time it is man. yeah man you know how we end this shit off we man. gotta talk about the most listened worthy tracks of the week man <laughs> Listen, man, if you guys don't know, every week, vibe, I go th- <laughs> every week I go through all the new music and I pick out my personal favorites and I pick whichever ones I feel are the most listen-worthy tracks of that week. But for this week, in honor of Nipsey, we are still going to do the most listen-worthy tracks, but I felt like each of us should pick one Nipsey song to put on top of the, um, on top of the list. So um, we all picked one song. The song that I'm going to add to the list is Dedication, which mm. is featuring Kendrick Dedication. Lamar. That song is like so dope and it was like mm-hmm. one of the... Probably, probably like in the top forty of like the most um, most listened songs of twenty eighteen for me Where? on my Spotify playlist. Where? Yeah, like I felt like that song. That's the song that I, I made me fall in love with Nipsey. He went, he went ham on, on that it. second yes. verse. And Kendrick came crazy. Exactly. He's like, oh, nigga, what you think and I can rap? Exactly. And the fact that you you kept up with Kendrick Lamar, which yeah. like not too many people can do that. So mm-hmm. I was like, after I heard that, like I love the whole Victory Lap album, but like that song in particular, I was like, yo, I kept listening to that song over mm-hmm. and over mm-hmm. and over again. So that's why I, I wanted to ask that. You ever listen to the energy he had on that? Because Nipsey's yeah. like always cool and calm, right? Exactly. But I could tell that he knew that he bodied his verse because he hear him go, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> nah, he did his thing, man. Yeah. What about you, Alex? What song do you wanna? Oh um, man, add I'm going to back. List? I'm going back to that feeling that I had in my dorm room when I was at Howard when Crenshaw dropped and he mm-hmm. was selling that tape for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes. And, and I heard four in the morning with that Sade sample. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody ever sampled no Sade. Mm-hmm. That Sade mm-hmm. sample. That was that was sick, bro. I, I, I gotta add one more. You wanna add one more? 
Summertime in that Cutlass. Ah, that's a good one. I, I, I love that. that. I, I love that one. Summertime yeah. in that Cutlass. All them young girls is fucking. Uh, 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 uh. Come on, man. What? <laughs> what about you, Simone? What's on you want to For me, ask? I'm going to have to go with Grinding on My Life off the Victory Lab album. Mm. Only because I think it speaks volumes to who Nipsey was. And he definitely, in that song, talked about, you know, the road he had to travel to get to where he is. Talked mm-hmm. about the trials and tribulations. He said, he said, sacrifice, hustle paid the price. So I think that that's super important. And he definitely paid the price, unfortunately. But he definitely was a pillar in his community. And um, I think it's just a testament as to who he was and the great things he did. That's beautiful right there, man. Had to pay the price. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm. All right. Um, so normally I have honorable mentions, but a lot of the music that I listen to is actually really, really good. So I only have one honorable mention, and that's a song and the key example of don't let these motherfuckers hold you down no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's my, my guy, Little Nas X, mm-hmm. came out with a, uh, with a song called Old Town Road. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. But I got like, the horses in the bed. <laughs> we would play it for you, but words. niggas be hating on they the song. Hating <laughs> on the, hey, man. Mm-hmm. I, I want y'all to get the YouTube views up from 45 to 50 this week. Yes, yes, yes we do. We got to do that. <laughs> no, we don't have visuals Yo, for nothing now. Exactly. You better watch it. Matter of fact, make sure that you guys tune into the YouTube channel also to get the visual content. We got the elements. We got different things. Tempe yes. putting in too much work on yes. the video. Thank you. Yes, definitely. This. I appreciate that. We know that. y'all listening. Let's Facts. get it up there. Mm-hmm. So, um... With that song, he actually um, it got taken off the the Billboard Hot Country Songs list because, um, according to them, this is their quote: he's "It does black. not embrace enough." That <laughs> he's black. He's um, black. Does right. not embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in that current position. I e it's because he's black. That nigga black. Mm-hmm. Man, but uh, one of uh, one of the country stars. Um, from back in the 90s. I don't know if you remember the song called Achy Breaky Heart. Of course. But um, yes. Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus came to the rescue and hopped on the remix. Mm-hmm. And I want to see these motherfuckers tell me it's not a country song now. Right. Yeah. When he, he, he said Fendi Bra and a Maserati sports car, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, Billy Ray. <laughs> Talk that Facts. Okay, B-Ray. Exactly. So, um, Billboard, y'all need to chill. Just let my man rock. Just let him rock. Facts. So um, let's get into the most listen-worthy tracks of the week. And the first song off the list is going to be a new song from Anderson Pack featuring Smokey Robinson mm. called Make It Smokey Better. Robinson? Oh, Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. But I don't hear this nigga Smokey on the song nowhere. <laughs> I'm, I, I listen to the song over and over. I'm like, yo, where is is it a sample? Like, Maybe is he, he sampled in the background vocals? Songs. I was just like, I don't, I don't hear. But the song is still dope. Okay. But I don't know where the fuck Smokey is on this song. <laughs> but definitely check out the record. Um... Next is a feature from Coda the Friend on a song by No Suits titled Boats to Bermuda. I really love it. It's, it's another kind of like breakbeat kind of kind of style, but a little bit more slow tempo. Um, another track that we have is a little upbeat, funky track from Amber Mark called Mixer, which is like, I think, a super dope uh, summertime song. She kind of changed her flow a little bit. She used to be like this very soft and sultry singer, but now all these singles she's been putting out has this like kind of 90s kind of feel to it. So I'm feeling it, man. If you if you haven't um, heard about her, her first single that she dropped was called Put You On featuring uh, Drum. So that song was super dope. Uh, Next, we have a really fun record from Texas-born singer and songwriter Taylor Parks. If you feel like you've kind of heard that name, she's written songs for Ariana Grande, Mm -hmm. Janet Jackson. Um, Who else she writes songs for? She wrote songs for... I just found out that she wrote... um, this one song, damn, it's, it's escaping me. I should have put it down. But, not El um, Varner, right? Not El Varner, no. Um, so she got a song with Joey Badass, and the song is called Rebound. Uh, next, we have a song called Morning Dew by Sonny Cologne. 
Uh, if you do know Sonny Clone, you know that he already put that song out maybe a couple months ago. But he was on this YouTube series called Colors, which I recommend you guys watch if you love live performances. And he did a different rendition of the song, and he decided to put it out as a single and stream it on Spotify. And I like this rendition a lot better than the, the original recorded one, so definitely check that out. And last one, we have a song by Khalid titled Paradise. He dropped his second studio album on Friday called Free Spirit. And I really enjoyed the whole album. I think mm. it's worth a listen. But this song in particular, for me, was a super dope. So that's it for my Most Listen Worthy Tracks of the Week. If you guys want an easy way to check out this week's Most Listen Worthy Tracks and tracks from previous weeks, <laughs> make sure you guys check out the Most Listen Worthy playlist available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal. Just go into the search bar, type in Most Listen Worthy, or go into my Instagram and go into the link in the bio. Check it out there and check out some of my other playlists as well. And that's what I got. Yes. Oh, Let's get it. I can't believe it's our 10th episode. 10. Yeah. We might have to celebrate. I, ain't I know. We're going to go after drunk. this. <laughs> I'm with it. I, I'm, I, yes. I just want to say, like, uh, in the words of Nipsey, it takes hard work and dedication. So I just, mm-hmm. I think it's important that, you know, like you, you were saying. It. Yeah. Oh, we did, yes. I think it's important that as black people, we stick together. And especially if you know someone, people out there listening, if you know someone who has the same goals and aspirations as you do, link up with them because you never know what can transpire. I never would have thought we'd be doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just. Yo, matter of fact, people. how about this? People who want to get into podcasting, anybody has an opportunity. Um, Templeton, he owns his own studio. You could connect with him. Mm-hmm. Hit me just, up. I'll help you, you know, out. Yeah. He'll help you out. Even if you need somebody to produce, right? I write also for yeah. a podcast. Same. We got engineers yep. in the building. Mm-hmm. Yo, let it off podcast. Any you advice? can hit us in the DM. Mm-hmm. We got to stop hating. Yeah. Facts. Not hating, but we got to stop not throwing the bridging. Yeah. Exactly. I'm with it, bro. Yo, There's room for Templeton everybody own to own a studio. <laughs> own your own business. This I know, right? Templeton owns this studio. I know y'all be looking at it like, damn, where the fuck are... This nigga owns this. Yeah. You feel me? His number is... No, I'm literally... <laughs> His address is. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What, what's the name of your studios? Uh, Soundwriter Studios. Soundwriter Sound Studios. Studios. Yes. Make sure y'all tap in. Yes. We got to start putting that at the top of the uh, videos. But anyways, man, <laughs> it's my favorite part of the thing. You know, I get to say that. Hey, yo, it's uh, I'm Alex King, and I'm here with Templeton, Mike, Simone Dixon, and Let It Off Podcast, man. We celebrating Nip. We taking shots. Yes. We're about to have some fun. It's episode 10. Rest we out in here, power, Nip. Yeah. Rest in power. Woo-hoo. Yes.